0: Here's your host, hey, Gregory Luna.
1: Today's episode is all about the coolness of peppermint. We're gonna talk about some fun facts and history of peppermint, as well as the different body systems that peppermint can help treat. Before I do that though, I wanna make a shameless plug to please go and rate and review on iTunes. It really, really helps me out to know that people are actually listening to me and I'm not just speaking into a microphone with nobody on the other side. So I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you think about the podcast and hear more about what you want to learn about. That would help me out a ton. Also, something for you, um, I have some freebies on the website, some printables. So go there to www.naturopathicearth.com and click on freebies and you can download some printables there. Um, there's one for the top 10 essential oils and also one for this episode, The Coolness of Peppermint. So peppermint, whenever I think about peppermint, I think of Christmas time. And that's because when I was a young girl and teenager, my family would go on Christmas Eve and after the sun went down in the freezing snowy weather in Utah, and go Christmas caroling to our neighbors. And we'd always go you know, to the same families. And there was this elderly couple we'd go to every single year, and they'd look for us every, every Christmas Eve. But we'd go, and they'd invite us in, and they'd give us, all the kids, these gigantic candy canes, <laughs> but they weren't even canes. They were like long sticks, like 12 inches long and an inch in diameter of pure sugar. (laughs) But that's what I think of when I first think of peppermint is candy canes because of that experience as a child. All right. So let's jump into some fun facts and historical use of mint. So the Romans believed that eating mint would actually increase intelligence. So maybe I should eat some mint right now because... Seriously, I've restarted this podcast like 15 times and I need some focus and some intelligence. I just keep fumbling over my words. But so if that happens, I'm sorry. I just need to get it done and not restart it a hundred times because I'm so self-conscious of my voice. So I'm just going to put that out there right now. Also, the scent of mint was supposed to stop a person from losing his temper. So the Royal Ambassadors carried mint sprigs around in their pockets Um, Peppermint oil is one of the most utilized of the essential oils. This important plant has actually been used therapeutically since ancient times. A form of mint has even been found in ancient Egyptian tombs that date back to 1000 BC. So mint was used by also the ancient Assyrians in rituals to their fire god, and ancient Hebrews scattered mint leaves on the synagogue floors so that each footstep would produce a fragrant scent. Mint was named by the Greeks after the mythical character Mint, so it's not a surprise that Mint contains menthol. During the Middle Ages, besides culinary usages, powdered mint leaves were used to whiten the teeth. So, the plant itself, peppermint, is actually a natural hybrid of spearmint and watermint. Also, peppermint was first listed in the London Pharmacopoeia in 1721. And in modern times, it currently appears in the British Herbal Pharmacopeia as a remedy for lots of things, including intestinal colic, colds, morning sickness, and menstruation pain. So there's a little history about peppermint, the plant, also just mint in general. And like I said, we're going to go into different types of mint, like spearmint, um, later on. So let's jump into some of the body systems and uses of peppermint. So, skin care, that's our first body system, um, the skin system. Peppermint can be used for acne, ringworm, and scabies. So, ringworm is highly contagious. It's a fungal infection of the skin or the scalp, and it is typically scaly and may be red and itchy. Ringworm of the scalp is common in children where it can actually cause bald patches. Since peppermint is antifungal, it is an excellent natural remedy to treat fungal infections. In fact, in research published in 2005, peppermint was among the oils shown to have stronger, stronger antifungal activities than bifonazole. So not even as strong, but stronger than bifonazole, which is a commercial fungicide. Be careful when applying peppermint oil to the skin and always, always be sure to dilute your pure essential oil with carrier oils. I'm going to talk about safety near the end of the podcast, but I'm just going to throw this in there now. When applying peppermint to the skin, dilute, dilute, dilute. Using peppermint essential oil carelessly can cause serious dermatitis to the skin, especially in children and those of sensitive skin. So I say that just for the skin, like don't put it on the skin, but there are actually other indications for children for the use of peppermint because of the menthol that you find in peppermint. I'll talk about that later. Okay, so you can use peppermint as a skin cleanser or a cooling spray by adding peppermint oil and distilled water to a glass spray bottle. So on those hot summer days, using using peppermint in a spray can help cool the skin. Just make sure not to spray it in your eyes. This candy cane scented spray will also help keep the bacteria away. So that's our skincare section. Like I said, make sure to dilute the proper amount so that you don't cause dermatitis. The next system we're going to discuss is the muscular system, Um, and this cool oil can be an effective treatment for muscle pain and for arthritis. So you can make a peppermint balm or a massage oil and rub it into sore muscles, or even add peppermint essential oil to a hot bath along with some Epsom salt for muscular pain relief. It is helpful to dilute the oil in a bit of alcohol or carrier oil before adding it to your bath because then it helps to spread it along the water. I know that you probably have had the experience of seeing how oil mixes or rather doesn't mix with water. So make sure that you're using something that is fat soluble to dilute in your bath water. I will tell you, and I've written this on the website. I maybe even have talked about it in a podcast before, but it's that memorable. I once early on in my use of essential oils, put a significant amount of orange oil in a bathtub. It smelled divine, but I got in and my skin was like burning off my body. It hurts so bad. And I, I hopped out of the bathtub and I jumped in the shower and it was still burning, burning, burning. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to relieve the burning. So I remembered from like college chemistry that it's an essential oil and it's attracted to other oils or fat soluble things. So I just grabbed some, I don't even know what it was, maybe almond oil or coconut oil and rubbed it on my skin and that gave relief. So just that's like a rule of thumb to always know if you're going to be using essential oils is don't try to rinse out or rinse off uh, essential oils with water because it doesn't work um, have a fat soluble, uh, product handy because that will help dilute. Okay. Digestive system. That's our second system. So if a person were to ask me which oil is co- most commonly used for digestive issues, I would automatically answer peppermint. It is effective in conditions like irritable bowel syndrome or IBS helps with the symptoms of Crohn's disease, diverticulitis, liver and gallbladder complaints, it aids in loss of appetite and a spastic colon, um, in diarrhea with gas and bloating, and cramps and heartburn. Peppermint works to stimulate the flow of digestive juices and the production of bile, so therefore it calms the indigestion and helps relieve that painful gas while reducing colon spasms and eases motion sickness and nausea, so it's a great oil if you're going through morning sickness of pregnancy or you're going on a boat and you anticipate nausea, or you get car sick. But there are um, a couple things to note in regards to peppermint oil. So I have found many websites that actually promote the use of pepper, peppermint essential oil for GERD, or it's commonly known as reflux. This is actually a contraindication for peppermint oil. One should not take or use peppermint oil for GERD or hiatal hernia, um, as peppermint can relax the sphincter between the stomach and the esophagus. And that actually allows stomach acids to flow back into the esophagus. So by relaxing the sphincter, peppermint may actually worsen the symptoms of heartburn and indigestion. So if your symptoms are a result of GERD, Other natural remedies are for you, but steer clear of peppermint oil as it could actually worsen your ailment. For IBS, I mentioned that it helps with IBS, but studies have shown peppermint oil to be effective only when taken in special enteric coated capsules. Um, Capsules are coated this way so that the oil's therapeutic properties are released in the intestine and not in the stomach. So they need that special coating. Otherwise, the acid in the stomach will eat away the lining of the capsule, and then the oil won't be um, taken to the right area of the body in order to provide comfort for IBS. These enteric coated pills are also used in the treatment of diverticulitis and other chronic digestive ailments. So if you are wanting to use peppermint essential oil to treat um, IBS or diverticulitis, first of all, make sure you're taking essential oils internally at the direction of a certified clinical aromatherapist or a naturopathic doctor. Second of all, make sure that you're using the right type of capsule and that it's not the sugar-coated, but the enteric-coated capsule. So that's the digestive system. All right, the third system that we're going to talk about is the nervous system. So some of the ailments that affect the nervous system that can be eased by peppermint oil include headaches and migraines, and I'll just say right here that I use it for every headache that I get, I first reach for peppermint. Also mental fatigue, neuralgia, and vertigo. Once again, a scientific study published in 1996 found that an ethanol solution containing 10% peppermint oil was as effective in relieving headache pain as 1,000 milligrams of acetaminophen. That's Tylenol. So it was as effective as 1,000 milligrams. In another study where people massaged peppermint oil into their temples to relieve their headaches showed that the peppermint oil significantly relieved their pain. I have personally used peppermint oil, like I said, as a headache relief, and it does work to lessen the pain. As acetaminophen can cause liver damage and can also increase the risk of hypertension, using peppermint as a replacement for headache relief is wise. If you want to live a naturopathic life and, and um, use medicine to heal your body as opposed to chemicals or other drugs... Even if it's something as simple as replacing Tylenol, reach for the peppermint oil first. Okay. All right. So also make sure to refer to safety concerns at the end of the podcast. (laughs) Next one, respiratory system. As for respiratory care, peppermint oil has an amazing cool effect that can help clear the lungs. This makes it an excellent natural treatment for asthma and bronchitis, as well as the cold and the flu. Um, because of the excellent cooling effect, it can be also be helpful for fevers. I mentioned a cooling spray for when you're in the hot sun, but also if you have a fever, um, you can apply this cooling spray. Peppermint is also antispasmodic. Like when we talked about, it helped relieve those colon spasms in the digestive system, but it can also help a nasty cough, and, and it, a cough can be relieved by making a peppermint chest rub. So be cautious because in some cases peppermint, specifically the menthol in the peppermint can actually have the opposite effect and make the lungs feel tighter instead of looser. Test it by inhaling a small amount before using it on a larger scale. And that is especially true in the use of peppermint with children, um, especially childhood asthma. I would be very weary to use any peppermint on a child, um, so just you know, consult with a doctor, a naturopathic doctor, or a clinical aromatherapist before using peppermint on a child. Okay, respiratory system done. All right, our next area is emotional and mental health. When you're with someone who feels gloomy or like they just don't care, or maybe you feel gloomy, like you just don't care, try peppermint oil um, aromatically to stimulate your mental sharpness and focus. Someone's mental outlook can be a game changer. Um, if they are shocked, stressed out, or nervous, inhaling peppermint oil may help restore feelings of normalcy and balance. Peppermint has also been known to calm a racing mind. If this is a cause for insomnia, if you have racing thoughts that cause you um sleepless nights, it might be worth giving it a try in the evening hours. Alright, so our next area would be household. Some studies have shown that peppermint is highly impactful for killing off anaerobic bacteria, which thrives in low oxygen environments like the mouth. This type of bacteria is what can prompt gum disease, so therefore peppermint would make an excellent and effective addition to any homemade toothpaste. Also, if you add some peppermint oil to half a cup of vinegar and half a cup of salt in a spray bottle, um, you can work on that mold lurking in bathrooms or basement corners. Spray and allow it to sit for several minutes before wiping it clean. Also, you can spray your plants with a mix of water and several drops of peppermint a few times a week. Diluted oil won't hurt the plant and the spray will discourage pests and get rid of those plant-eating aphids. So now we're going to talk about safety precautions. Peppermint oil you need to be very careful with because essential oils high in menthol, which includes peppermint, can cause CNS and breathing problems in young children and should not be applied on or near their faces. So make sure to be very careful with your use of peppermint, either if you're diffusing it, or using it in cleaning agents, using it on yourself, if you have little ones nearby. Um, They are very sensitive to that menthol. Also, if you are a smoker, the inhalation of peppermint, which is high in menthol, will cause increased lung permeability of nicotine. So menthol also slows the ability to clear nicotine from the body. This means that if you're a smoker, um, you should wait several hours between cigarette use and the inhalation of high menthol essential oils like peppermint. Um, we already mentioned the importance of dilution for peppermint. Just make sure that you're following the dilution rates um, and not using peppermint neat. I know sometimes people can put just a drop of peppermint on the bottoms of their feet without a problem. Just listen to your body um, and use you know, common sense <laughs> with peppermint um, and dilute if you're going to be using it on other areas of your body other than your feet. All right, well, that is it for peppermint. I am super excited to post this and let you know about the freebies that are on the website because I want people to use those. Um, I just find having something in my hands really helps me to understand and my eyes like the visual stimulation. Um, so that is there for you as a resource to help you learn more about essential oils or help have it handy. Um, Uh, when you need to reach for it. So thanks again for tuning in today. And don't forget about the the freebies on the website. In fact, I forgot to mention there's actually a recipe for GI pacify um, that will help with digestive issues that are on the printable, the coolness of peppermint. So check that out. Please rate and review. And as always, thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the confessions of an obese child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honors review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time. Music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.